Morning guys, so welcome to Monday morning and we are doing Psalm 67 this morning. So let me read it to you and we'll jump into it. It says, May God be gracious to us and bless us. Make His face shine upon us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation amongst all the nations. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. The land yields its harvest. God, our God, blesses us. May God bless us still so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. And so the kind of the thought that's being addressed here, in the, in the world we live in today, I think we live in one of the most comparative societies that's ever existed. Because of social media and because of our, the world's got smaller, a lot smaller. We can all see one another. We're all in each other's faces. There's this pressure to um, say clever things or to say something witty and get lots of likes if you on the social media platform if we're in corporate society to come up with the big ideas and to be the person that stands above everyone else and really shines because the world is so much smaller and we're all on top of each other it's a lot harder to stand out as an individual and so we want to and we begin to compare and so one of the ways that we want to really stand up and stand out is by attributing good actions or good outcomes to ourselves. What I mean by that is there's stuff that happens and yes, it was me, I did that. And so what we do is we try to gather our trophies of what we've done in our life, if you like, our achievements, and we wrap them around us and we stand on those to try and stand above everybody else. And so we kind of go out into life with this gathering or collecting mindset around stuff, you know, that achievements and things that are done. To try and make ourselves stand and to lend value to ourselves because we also live in a world where it's very easy to overlook people and our values i think nowadays or our value as people is often wrapped up in what we can achieve and 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 it's it's incredibly sad that the value is not intrinsically in a person for who they are but for what they can only do and so in this psalm david writes something very interesting because there's three things going on here number one he says um May God be gracious to us, bless us, and make his face shine upon us. And so there's this, God, we are asking you to do something in the future. There's also this thing of where he says, uh, you rule the people with equity, guide the nations of the earth, the land yields its harvest, God blesses us. And so there's this other aspect of God has done all these amazing things. So God has done all these amazing things. We're praying to ask God to do amazing things for us. And then what he says is this, and this is really important. There's two so's, the word so in this, in verse 2 and in verse 7. He says, may God be gracious to us and bless us, make his face shine upon us, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all the nations. Excuse me. May God bless us still, verse 7, so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. And one of the things I've begun to see is that even as Christians, when we give into this thing of trying to collect all the credit or collect all the accolades for ourselves, we forget the fact that it's God, God who is the one who has done these things for us. And, and Jesus spoke about this in Matthew where he says, what, what good is salt if it's lost its saltiness? What good is light if it's hidden under a bowl? And so how am I salty to the world in a good sense? And how am I, how do I bring light to the world? By, well, by attributing and giving the credit where it's due to say, you know what? It was God who did this. It was God who achieved this. May God bless us. Why? Not so that I can stand up and go, notice me. As God blesses me, people will automatically notice me. But in that moment, I have a responsibility as a Christian to go, but it wasn't me. 
God is the one who's at work inside of me. Without being weird and falsely humble. But what I'm saying is the purpose of God blessing us is what? Is so that the world can see that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation amongst the nations. And I think often we look at the Great Commission or we look at our responsibility as Christians to be able to lead people to Jesus or share our faith or encourage people. And I, I think, look and I think, well, I'm not a preacher or I'm not a this, I'm not a that. You, know, you might not be all those things, but what you do have is God actively at work in your life each day. And so it's so easy to go into our day and, and because I'm not always the most secure person or, or maybe I feel a bit overlooked, what I'm going to do is try and gather every good thing that happens and attribute it to myself so that I can stand out or feel better about myself. And what this text is saying is recognize when God is at work in your life. Recognize what he's done for you and then give him the glory for that. Because ultimately, that really is how salvation is, is shared to the nations. It says that, that your ways may be known on earth your salvation amongst all the nations. May God be gracious to us and bless us. Make his face shine upon us. Why? Not just so that I can sit there and feel like his face is shining on me. That I can feel blessed. So that he's, I can feel his grace. No, the reason I receive that is so that it reflects to the world around me. And it's very interesting. It's right at the end here in verse 7. It says, may God bless us still. So that... And I'm, I'm waiting for something really cool. May God bless us so that people look and go, oh, Jesus is amazing. He's so nice. Or, um, wow, God really cares for his kids. Or, he's such a good father. It's not what David writes. He says, may God bless us still so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. And that fear is this incredible, awesome respect that uh, when people begin to see the lives of Christians being able to be strong and, and that in the face of adversity, we're able to stand in the midst of the storm and all those things, we're able to stand, that people look and they go, there's something incredibly powerful there. It's not just, God isn't just a, a, a theology or a good idea that these people are scribing to. They're not just living by the good book, you know, how people talk about the Bible. But rather through the word of God, there's power in my life that people look and they go, there's, there's actual power there. And there's this a godly reverence, there's this fear that settles over the world and they go, without God, right? There actually is no way. And that's that's the testimony that God always wants to achieve through his church, that the people can look and see and go, wow, the, the power or the ability that sits inside of these people because of God at work through them, right, is absolutely amazing. And I look at my own life and I am afraid to use that expression. I am afraid to continue doing life on my own. And friends, when I look around the world at the moment, I do think that there's incredible fear. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on on just about every continent, maybe with the exception of Antarctica. But when I look at what's going on in the world, the penguins are probably having a, a civil war down in Antarctica, if, if the world's anything to go by at the moment. And the most amazing thing is in the middle of all that fear that goes on around the world, we can look and fear the situation. We can look at our God and fear him rather where we're saying, I can do nothing without this incredible God. I need him above all else. And as we begin to live a life like that, right, where God has been so gracious to me, God, may you continue to be gracious to me because I want the world to know that life without you is meaningless. It's, it's tasteless. It's absolutely nothing. I need you in my world, Lord. And as I live and I walk with you, there's this vitality that comes to my life. And I don't Someone once said this, and I don't always attribute, I don't always think this is the best idea because I think there are times to talk. But someone once said, you know, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. And it's exactly like that. Like, preach the gospel through my life by my leaning on God, by my leaning into God. And as I do that, I'm so incredibly effective in everything that God has for me.
so i hope that's helpful and i can't wait to see you guys tomorrow morning.